But when it comes to like the incumbents, I want them and I just feel like they should partner with InsureTech because the goal of InsureTech is to make it more efficient to provide a better customer experience. Welcome to the Insurance Innovators Unscripted, the show dedicated to innovation in the insurance industry. Each episode, you'll get a dose of thought leadership from the industry's top business minds, influencers, innovators, and executive leaders. If you want to transform your corner of the industry and exchange innovative ideas, you need to subscribe to this podcast. Now here's your host, Abel Travis. Hey everyone, welcome to the Insurance Innovators Unscripted Podcast, where we dedicate our discussion to insurance innovation. So I am super excited to be speaking with Marvin Mensa. Now, Marvin is the Chief Executive Officer and Founder of Underwrite, a company that helps carriers and agents validate their customers' operations through the use of third-party data. Marvin, it is such a pleasure to have you here with me on the podcast. Welcome. Yes, Abel, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. I love listening to your podcast. Now to be an actual guest is, is a dream come true. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, well, well hey, Marvin, um, you know, I, I always like to, to set the conversations up in a way to really help folks understand you and, and where you come from. So, you know, uh, if you don't mind, let us know who you are um, and just your, your general history while you were, um, you know, b- before you started in the, in the insurance industry and, and what got you into insurance? Because I know you've uh, had the opportunity to work with InsureTech's like CoverWallet. So if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your background and history. Yeah, definitely. So originally finance major, my goal was to go into Wall Street, do more like quantitative investing that nature but it's really difficult to get a job in it so in essence i went into sales and i had the opportunity to become an insurance agent as you mentioned at cover wallet where i was an insurance agent for about two and a half years so as an agent i had a chance to interact with customers and underwriters and usually when you're working with customers you want to find out more about them because you want to make sure you write the best coverage but at the same time too you have to provide speed. Otherwise, you're going to go to another brokerage. So that was like a dilemma. Speed and same time to making sure the policies are written accurately. So as I was working with customer, I realized there has to be a better way where I can get information from customers right away. First, they tell me what they're doing. But at the same time, too, I want to validate to make sure that the coverage that we're providing is accurate and it meets all of their business functions. So I always... In essence, searching for like certain websites to get more information on the customer, and I realized it, it needs to be automated. It needs to be quick and fast. So myself, a couple of developers, we worked on it, and then we built the solution. So Underwrite to enable insurance underwriters and agents to validate their clients. So instead of having to spend 30 minutes to an hour in a matter of seconds, they can get all the information they need on the client. So where the client is located, the operation, sentimental analysis of what the client is, visual aspects of the business. So this is a roofer. And as you get a picture of the individual doing work, is it a residential premise? Is it a commercial premise? So instead of underwriting spending time doing research, 
the information is already presented to them and they can focus more on the coding aspect. Yeah, Marvin, that that um, makes a lot of sense in terms of, uh, you know, what pushed you into the direction of, of starting an insure tech. Now, I, I do want to dig a little bit uh, more into underwrite and, and just, you know, think about the the overall core value proposition for the enterprise, right? Because, you know, when, when you mentioned the uh, having the underwriters have the ability to to really, you know, get um, an understanding of the operations of the, the customer and the policyholder, um, you know, that's taking it from the carrier perspective. But um, knowing that you came out as an agent through CoverWallet, I'm, I'm wondering, is, is your core value proposition targeted towards underwriters and carriers? Is it targeted towards agents and brokers and agencies? You know, talk to me about the core value prop of Underwrite and where your target user uh, typically sits. Yeah. So I had to learn the hard way because originally it was for agents. But the more agents I've been speaking to, the more underwriters. So during the phase of the MVP, insurance carriers were the ones that were more interested in it. I remember speaking to one particular carrier. And they told me that they have an actual department where after agents write policies, that department actually audits it. And it usually takes weeks. So let's say I'm an agent. I buy in a policy. And two, three weeks, it gets audited by a particular department. And then if they find out that the client is doing more than what the coverage covers, and then they have to send me an endorsement, I need to call the customer. So just speaking to both agents and carriers, the carriers are the one that's I'll tell me they need the solution more. So I'll core proposition is towards insurance carriers, so helping underwriters. So when agent presents them as paper application, instead of them just going based on the application, they can actually can validate the client to make sure that the policy they're writing is accurate. Yeah, so so Marvin, I have a a few things that I'm that I'm wondering as you're you're talking, right? So so I I wanna you know put um, in, in perspective. Uh, an, an example or so, right? And, and in my mind, what I'm thinking is, um, you know, a carrier that has a large portfolio of, let's say, small commercial business, right? And so, you know, say 80,000 policies or whatever it might be. And, and as you may be aware, within those 80,000 policies on an annual basis, you know, at, at least a quarter of those organizations are, are growing or, or, or potentially changing um, what their organization is doing from an operation perspective. They might have hired a couple of contractors or whatever it might be. So I, I want to ask you, Marvin, you know, when you when you look at what Underwrite is offering, is it truly just at the point of underwriting? Or, you know, are you and your um, organization's capabilities um, allowing insurance companies to leverage that technology to do a portfolio underwriting just to determine if the operations of an organization has changed over time and, and get, um, uh, you know, a, a better understanding of the policyholder operations in that way? You know, you know, talk to me about how it's used more broadly than just the underwriting side. Actually, a really good idea, Abel. So originally it was for point of sale. But you are right, especially with like small businesses, like contractors, they may start out doing one function. Maybe they say, oh, I'm only going to do painting and drywall. And then as they realize they can make more revenues doing other work, they do more work. So the solution was originally for point itself, but it does allow insurance carriers to, in essence, go back and pull data on the client. Let's say months after the policies ran to make sure that 
no new businesses or no new services is being provided. So that is actually a really good idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a- absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, and, and I, you know, I, I know I, I use this example on the podcast and in the past, but uh, but I've had, uh, you know, my, my largest claim, um, you know, as I was underwriting due to that, right? It was a woodworker that started doing delivery and, um, un- unfortunately, um, one of the workers got injured and it turned into be um, a multi-million dollar claim uh, because they didn't specialize in the, in the delivery. Um, you know, so as I as I sit at the underwriting desk, absolutely very valuable to understand what the capabilities are of the policyholder, of the customer up front. Um, but also, you know, just understanding uh, if there's been any change in the operations, I, I, I feel is great as well, not only from an underwriting perspective in order to try to control the risk in my own portfolio, but also as those changes are, uh, are, are made to help the, the, the customer understand whether or not they have the right um, capabilities to control the, the new exposures that they're taking on and, and potentially, um, you know, limiting uh, the potential for injury to the workers, right, which will make it much more effective for those customers long term. Now, you know, as, as I um, look at what you all are doing as a, as a part of the process, you know, so at the point of sale, you're um, sort of scrubbing um, the, the different sources in order to get the information and, and you leverage uh, API connectivity to third party data sources to, to help gather that information in order to um, allow uh, classification of, of, of the risk based on the third party data that, that's available. So, so Marvin, you know, uh, talk to me about the underlying technology that's powering underwrite, uh, the, the underwrite platform. Um, and then also, you know, what your thoughts are in terms of expanding that technology? Yeah, so the software, just go a little more technical. So it's a Node.js background. So in essence, what we do is that we, our APIs connect with other APIs out there. So let's say, for example, review sites. So the certain review sites that we use to pull in data. And there's also public information as well, too. Let's say the contractor's licenses. So New Jersey's Consumer Affairs, New York. So in essence, we're using our APIs to connect to certain data sets to get particular information that's pertainable to that particular class, if that makes sense. So let's say a contractor, we're going to focus on the license, what customers are saying about their service, uh, where they're located, that nature. So is our APIs just connecting to various public data and then pulling that data and making sure it's in a beautiful UI format so that the underwriter can have a quick glimpse of what the client does and they can go ahead and write the policy. Yeah, no, that is, um, that, that, that's absolutely, I think, um, a, a good way to go about it, especially as you um, sift through a lot of the public data that's out there on a lot of these organizations, because a lot of that public information, um, you know, if you're talking contractors or restaurants, there's licensing information, there's, you know, information about um, around um, cleanliness and performance when, when, you, when you think about restaurants, same thing um, in, in the in the realm of healthcare and so on. And I think actually it, it helps underwriters make such um, better decisions. Now, now, now Marvin, I, I want to um, uh, ask uh, just a question around other types of capabilities, because, you know, as as we also, um, you know, look at uh, uh, sort of uh, exposures for specific classes and industries in this space. Um, there might be data um, on those customers that aren't really character data, but it could be 
um, you know, either video or, or, or photos, right? So um, do you or are you potentially thinking about using technology like vision analytics to to help discern what the photo is? So if it's a restaurant that's that's saying, hey, we're the class code restaurant, but then potentially has have a dance floor and a DJ, then you can really recognize it might be a bar or a club. So so I'm, I'm wondering, Marvin, you know, are, are you all um, – uh, thinking about or, or have you, um, you know, started thinking through maybe potentially applying that uh, capability to your platform in order to make it more holistic beyond just the, the text capability? Actually, yes, we have. So we are in, we're in phase one. So part of Underwrite is when you search for a client and a client has pictures online, those pictures will be pulled and presented to you. So that's phase one is actually getting the visual and then phase two is just doing more analysis on it. So yeah, that but we need a particular skill set to do that type of analysis. So that is our ultimate goal in phase two to do that. So yes, we are. Especially with like nightclubs where you look at a particular bar and there's certain things when it comes to the dance floor. What is the size? Because you have to have a certain size. Uh, number of people, can you count the number of people who are on the dance floor? Is there any particular, like the menus, what is, what is the prices, that nature? And pictures say a lot. So that is our phase two, is doing more machine learning on these, on these images. And also using satellite images as well, too. Depending on the location, is it a high crime area? Is it in a particular place that's not consumable? for them to have a business, that nature, like a mechanic shop in a residential zone. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and when I when I look at sort of the, the packaging that you all put together um, with all of the pieces, whether it is, you know, the, the photos and whether it is, you know, the, the data and so on, um, it just reminds me about some of the inefficiencies as a part of the underwriting process, because typically, um, an underwriter would go out and either scrub the web or, or scrub um, a significant amount of databases in order to get a, a better understanding of the policy that they're in the process of underwriting, you know, within it could take a significant amount of time. Um, so so I, I could see a lot of valuable time being clogged back into the underwriting desk so they can focus on the core element of what their day-to-day is, and that really is the underwriting piece of, of, of their jobs. You know, so, so Marvin, I, I know you all um, are early in terms of um, your de- development and in terms of rolling out the, the platform and the capability, but, but I, I'd like to, um, you know, just talk to you about uh, what your customers or your, your current clients uh, are, are, are saying about your platform and, and just, you know, talk about the value of, of it, Marvin. So if, if you don't mind, you know, talk to us about, you know, who you're working with today. And it doesn't have to be specific to names or, or of, of carriers, but, um, but also, um, you know, what those customers are saying the most valuable part of your technology capability is. Yeah. So we're focusing more on the mutual insurance carriers first, and then gradually we'll go and pursue more of the largest carriers. And one thing a couple of them are saying is the speed. So instead of them having to spend 10, 20, 30 minutes searching the web, trying to find more information, they literally just put their business name, phone number, zip code, and they get all the information they need, actual valuable information compared to having to search Google. And a lot of times they don't get the most accurate information. So that's one thing they tell us is 
speed. The next thing they want from us is what about clients who are brand new businesses who don't have information on the web? Like, how can you guys help us maybe do more predictive modeling that nature? So let's say a particular handyman in a town in, let's say, Fort Lee, New Jersey, and a new uh, contractor also establishes, but he's a brand new business, doesn't have information. How can you guys help us to help us model or predict this client? So that's basically what they want us to do is in the future. What about customers who don't have information who are brand new business? We just started a business like a week ago. Yeah. So that's something we're looking into. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Um, you know, I-, I think um, I-, I think that that's pretty sparse as well. When you when you look at the data that's out there um, and-, and I know a lot of carriers um, and-, and underwriters within the, the-, the different carriers struggle to get information on new business. Um, and there's a, a lot of um, carrier appetite um, rules in place that limits it because of that reason, right? Um, so, so to have a, a, a platform capability that allows carriers to really hone in on those new organizations or, or organizations that might not have a lot of information out there, um, I think uh, winds up providing a significant amount of value for those carriers. Now, now with that said, you know, um, you all are in InsureTech and, um, and you, you've built out a new technical capability um, that is being leveraged to your point by mutual organizations as well as, as other carriers. Um, so I, I guess my question for you, Marvin, um, is you know just shifting gears a little bit. But um, do you see technology such as what you all are doing or um, what other in- insure techs are doing um, in the industry? Do you see technology as a key way for insure techs to effectively engage with carriers? Um, and uh, you know just given some of the carriers' legacy challenges um you know what do you see as the best way for um i guess incumbent organizations to engage with and partner with insure techs like yourself yeah oh, that's a great question because one thing about insurance is that that's what i've learned my years working for insurance is the more conservative you are the better you are because the ones who are very risky are out of business that was like a joke somebody told me a while ago but when it comes to like the incumbents, I want them and I just feel like they should partner with InsureTech because the goal of InsureTech is to make it more efficient to provide a better customer experience. So it is difficult when it comes to like trying to penetrate into the incumbents because they have the old way of doing things. But a lot of times the, the old way of doing things is not efficient. It's not, does not provide a great customer experience. So I believe that they should partner with InsurTech. So let's say like a huge company, one of these large top 25 insurance carriers, they do have smaller carriers, so small subsidiaries. Why not use those subsidiaries to partner with InsurTech companies to see how much improvement they can experience when it comes to providing better customer experience, uh, improving the underwriting ratios. So I, I just feel they need they need to partner with us. It's very important. Otherwise, as with technology I've seen in the media space where blockbuster that nature is like they will be disrupted if if they just don't partner. Yeah, no no, a- absolutely. Um and, and in all honesty, you know, um I look at it as um a way for carriers to better 
um, leverage their or better use their capital to leverage the subject matter expertise of organizations like yours who's invested day in and day out on transforming and innovating the insurance industry. Um, you know, because carriers, uh, and, and I got to say this, irrespective of the carrier that's out there, um, you know, a lot of them are, are insurance carriers. They operate like insurance carriers. They're not technology players. So, so you know, to me, investing in players that have technology um, that can be deployed within the carrier's work stream, I think, provides um, with some leverage that the carriers wouldn't have previously had before. And, and you know, and, and that leads me to this question as I think about how carriers should, because um, I, I agree, I, I believe that, you know, across the board, um, agencies, brokers, insurance carriers, um, you know, legacy insurance vendors, I, I believe that all should either part with or acquire um, or invest in insurtechs in order to get the benefit and the value out of that. Now, when you look at the bigger picture of innovation, Marvin, you know, what are your thoughts on some things that carriers and others are missing in regards to the bigger picture of innovation and transformation in this insurance industry? That's a really good question. <laughs> I say more just my experience being an agent comes more on the claim side, so the back end, because everyone just focuses more on the front end. I'm just speaking as an agent. Like everyone cares more about the lead generation aspect and then the binding aspect when there's not that much investment going into the back end when it comes to handling claims, making sure it's a great customer experience for the name insured. So I just feel like that's something they should really focus on. I know it's off topic from underwriting, but just my experience being an agent is. I feel like there needs to be more innovation on the claim side. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I, I think, you know, when we hear a lot about the space of innovation um, and transformation in the insurance industry, um, you know, I, I especially when you go to a lot of these conferences, um, I, I see a lot of folks that talk around um, what's core to the insurance organization. Right. And, and, and when you peel back the onion, the insurers that the carriers um, core product is selling the payment of claims, right? It, it's, it's that safety um, that uh, a business or an individual uh, could have knowing that the carrier would be there to take care of them when they purchase that policy in the event that there's either an injury or, or some sort of a loss. So I, I absolutely um, agree with you there. And, and I know you said you're shifting away from the underwriting uh, component, but but, you know, in, in my mind, I actually see those two things tied together um, because in order to um, drive efficiency and effectiveness as a part of the claims process, um, you have to be able to identify the risks on the underwriting side um, and then apply and, and, and leverage that um, across the entire value stream in, in order to drive um, an understanding of what the claims capabilities are. Um, you know, so, so I, I do definitely um, see that as, as a part of the core uh, the core capabilities now. Now, Marvin, I, I do want to go back to, um, you know, a, a part of what we were talking about with Underwrite, because, you know, in, in essence, um, your um, organization is, I mean, I, I look at it as a data company. Right. Um, you know, you're you're going out and you're grabbing third party data and you're helping um, to supplement the information that carriers are using to to underwrite a policy. Right. You know, so in my mind, you become more of a, a data organization with the vast amounts of data that that's available. 
Um, now, with that said, um, you know, is how else do you provide the carriers with the data that you're collecting? Is it really sort of in a hard copy or or could it also be um, provided in a way that allows carriers to plug the information to either do things like third party prefill or to feed things like predictive models? You know, are you um, are you thinking about or, or do you serve up data in a way that can be leveraged beyond just that? core part of underwriting on the front end yeah so we actually thought about prefills and that is the next step so our goal is to make sure that phase one is done correctly when it comes to the underwriters able to have viable information to make excellent underwriting the data to validate the next step is the prefill so the prefill is more about integrating with their system so that'll be more phase two. And we also talked about predictive analytics when it comes to newer clients who don't have information. How can a particular business in the same industry, in the same region, be able to, yeah, just based on my point, is just doing more predictive analysis where a newer business the data we have can help an underwriter make an underwriting decision on that client. So yeah, those are the two things we focus on in the near future is integrating with your system where it will allow them to pre-flow information. And then also talking about the predictive modeling as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so when we see, um, you know, the, the, the capabilities for Underwrite, I, I know you talked um, about some of this um, as we've been going on. But, you know, Marvin, what are some of the, um, the other elements uh, that you see as a part of the future of your um, the, the future and growth of your organization? Number one is the prefill aspect. It's just making it easier on, on the agent's end. Because as agents, when especially circles lines, the amount of paper apps we have to do, what if, for example, on the agent site, they're using this application where they put the client's name, uh, phone number, zip code, the information is pulled, and then from there, they can, in essence, import that information into the particular supplemental form or the core form that they need. That just saves time. So that increase submissions and increase submission leads to more quotes and more quotes leads to more binds. So that's ultimate goal is helping the underwriters write accurate policy, but at the same time too, helping them get more submissions. Now enables them to write more quotes and get more binds. So that is ultimate goal is to help the insurance carry out on the underwriter side, but at the same time too generating more revenues as well, making it an easy process for their clients to provide them more, more submissions. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, you know, making it a, an easy and a frictionless process, um, I, I think is, is a great op- ultimate goal, um, you know, as, especially as uh, carriers are hoping to, to gain some speed, but also more efficiency as a part of their underwriting process. Now, you know, um, with that said, um, I, I think that creates um, just this, this spirit of innovation um, that can help 
carriers to become a little bit more innovative as to how they handle underwriting in general. So, you know, um, as as we look at um, just, you know, thinking about the, the folks that are listening to us, you know, one of the questions that I always ask, right, especially from folks like yourself that's um, looking to drive an innovation and transformation to to change this industry, you know, if, if someone is listening to the two of us speak, um, and if they're sitting at their desk and thinking, how do I change the status quo? Um, what advice would you give them in order to be successful in doing that and innovate and transform their own companies? Yeah. The first thing is the problem. Uh, so going back to underwrite, when I had a chance to speak to a customer, the customer tells them what they do. I write a policy and I'm like, this is a legal document that I'm providing to the customer. This is, this is very important, this insurance, because one claim can lead to a whole lot of frustration, uh, pain. It's just, I have to make sure that when I write this policy, I know 100% confident that it is telling me what they do. So a lot of it goes back to just looking at it from a problem perspective is how can I solve this with technology? That's the way it is too. So for example, as an agent, I'm on the phone with a client. The client tells me what they do. Should I just write a policy from what the client is telling me? Like everything we do, we verify. We do our research. Like for example, we want to buy a house. We're going to do our research. If we're going to provide coverage for somebody, we should do our research to make sure that it is accurate. So uh, just to the listeners who are listening, any problem they experience it, or maybe something that's not efficient, like ask yourself, like, can technology make it better? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, Marvin, before we go, um, any parting words for the listeners that, um, you know, just, just any parting words in general about either what you want them to know or about Underwrite? Yeah. Uh, but let's, people, let's make people love insurance again, because one thing about insurance is that it kind of has a negative connotation from the perspective of the customer, because a lot of time they say, I had this carrier, and then when I had a claim, they didn't pay my claim because they said that I did this and this, that. My thing is, the, now that we have data, and as you brought up, Able, is the ability for insurance carrier mid through the policy to know any changes in the business, that will allow the insurance carriers to adjust the policy, make the customer pay the particular premium, and then when a claim happens, the claim is paid for because it has already been justified. Oh, adjusted. My thing is, let's bring confidence. Let's bring trust back to insurance in the eyes of individuals and name insurance. Yeah, ab absolutely, absolutely. So, hey, Marvin, um, I I do want to say thank you. You know, I think this was a a, a really great discussion. Um, and, um, you know, I, I know the listeners are going to get a lot about what you and I, um, a lot out of what you and I talked about here today. So um, I know they're also going to want to either continue the conversation with you or learn more. So if they wanted to um, either get in contact with you or someone on your team 
What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, so they can send me a personal email. So it'll be my first name, Marvin, M-A-R-V-I-N dot Mensa, M-E-N-S-A-H at GoUnderwrite.com. So G-O-Underwrite.com. Or they can send us to our general inbox, and that would be contact. So C-O-N-T-A-C-T at GoUnderwrite.com. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and what I would say is, you uh, you know, after uh, after this goes live, um, you should be prepared to, to get a lot of emails. So, well, hey, um, Marvin, you I'm know, excited. I can't wait. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm excited for you as well, especially as I, I hear um, about what you all have done um, and, you know, just. Uh, how number one you you've launched it, but also when they look at your long term roadmap, um, all of the the value that you're going to continue to provide for the industry. So you know, um, I, I want to say uh, number one, thank you again for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it, and then also um, just thank you for taking a lot of your time to really help to innovate the insurance industry. Yeah, Ava, thank you so much. Thank you for all the work that you're doing too. I'm learning so much about insurance, just in general about innovation that's taking place. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of the Insurance Innovators Unscripted Podcast. Now, if this is your first time listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get all of the new episodes when they're released on a weekly basis. Um, You know, if you're getting a lot of value out of this, send this to your colleagues and to your friends and those that are interested in insurance innovation because there's a lot that's happening in this industry that all should be aware of. So once again, thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.